Mic check. Vibe check. Okay. Um. So, the Great Asian Podcast. What's up, guys? I'm Mr. Non. Non for short. And welcome back to this Great Asian Podcast. Um, We're going to do a little bit something different this time. Uh, I know last episode was about the quarantine and all that. And um, I am surviving. I'm pretty sure everyone's trying. You know, um, it's a weird time. And I'm not even sure if we're going back to school because mine has been delayed. It was, we were supposed to go back April 6th, but now, uh, they now say that we will now go to April 20th. And, um, well, our governor was mad because some businesses, um, at the city won't close their restaurants. I understand the struggles. Of all this going on, and then there's also, um, you know, uh, businesses that were supposed to close. Some of them think they're, quote, essential, even though they're non-essential. Essential is something, uh, essential businesses is something that has to do with, uh, has to do with groceries, anything that's valuable. Non-essential is optional, right? You have an option to go to this place, like a restaurant. Or the gym. Or a bar. That's optional. That's non-essential in some ways. And people got confused with the word essential and non-essential businesses. And, you know, governor got mad at that. And then he ordered um, people to close their business. Apparently, one GameStop um, place at um, at the city thought were essential. Dumbasses. Um, but, you know, things just going on here and left. If you want to know... About the numbers and the cases of the world ometer. Uh, uh, actually, if you want to know about the numbers of the coronavirus cases going on and deaths and how many people have recovered, definitely go to worldometer.com. There will be um, there will be two sections. One section you'll probably come up with is the population of the world, which is estimations, and there's going to be another section, which is the coronavirus, and you can check it from there. And definitely check it out, you know, you want to, you want to keep yourself vigilant and just, you know, stay out, stay safe, uh, stay inside, stay safe, of course, and, um, definitely be aware of what's going on around the world, see how many cases going on, check here and there, check your families, just, you know, the things that's close to you, check it, so, Anyways, feel free also to go check out my YouTube channel. It's called The Gradation. I over there I go stream with some of my friends, even sometimes alone. And uh and yeah, that's pretty much it for the intro. This uh this new thing we're doing, uh I'm doing, uh it's go it's going to be called Music Monday. So what Music Monday is, it's obviously music on a Monday, but I'm going to be reviewing some albums, some old, some new, pretty new that came out, and, you know, take my thoughts about it, and and review some of the tracks and what I think of it, so let's get right into it, um, first thing off, um, we got, there's four albums we're going to do, we're going to do, um, After Hours by The Weeknd, um, Little Uzi Vert, uh, Eternal Tech, we won't do the Lux edition, um, I haven't listened to that yet, um, but we'll do that, we're gonna listen to, um, Dial It, uh, by Playboy Cardi, listen to that, um, many times, but I wanna review it, and then Tame Impala, The Slow Rush, so, I'm gonna be reviewing 
two 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 recently new albums and then two very new albums that just came out. So yeah, let's get right into it. We're gonna start off with um the weekend, of course, after hours and my thoughts on each track and all that. I think you'll see where this format goes. So let's get right into it. After hours by um by The Weeknd, aka Able, is one of the most enjoyable albums I've listened to this year. And so far, after what's been going on around the world and around us, um, Able decide, you know, I'm not gonna wait till March 22nd to drop an album. I'm just gonna drop it on March 20th, and there it is. And you know. <clears throat> And, you know, with these tough times that people have been going on with quarantine, getting used to the new digital education and all that, etc., etc., right? We're just trying to find a way to, you know, enjoy ourselves and, you know, just try to find something new to do or something like that, which I've been doing. And, um, you know, listening to music um, is one of the things we also need listening to old albums, new albums, and here it is, we've been waiting for, uh, the Weekend album, uh, and actually, I haven't listened to, a, to his older stuff, I listen to mostly his mainstream songs, but I need to go back and listen to all of his albums and, you know, make an opinion, but bear with me, this is my first time trying to review an album, but After Hours is a really great album so um when you look at the cover you can see Abel right there um I know you don't see it but if you if you see the cover it's just him right there blood on, blood on his mouth red, with a red suit on and we can see this whole cover and theme is about passion desire sex heartbreak revenge and all that <clears throat> all that anything that relates to the color red and that's the big whole theme of this heartbreak love and just him trying to find a way for a new beginning we can see that from alone again how he doesn't want to be alone in the first track and at the end track we can see him um until I bleed out. That's the name of the last track. Until I bleed out, where he's paralyzed. He's trying to, you know, he can't deal with all this, and he's just trying to start a new way of life because of all the heartbreaks that he's gone through. And looking from his history, um, I think he, uh, I don't know much about it, but I search a little bit. He's been with a girl named, uh, named Haley. I don't know, it's something with Hadid, um, I think it's Hadid and Selena Gomez, both he has dated in LA, and there's a big theme in each, um, in, in some songs where he wants to escape from LA, and somehow he finds Las Vegas to be his home, we can see that in Alone Again, where he expressed, uh, he doesn't, you know, he just feels the need of relationship. Too late is about how he <clears throat> he felt like it was it was too too late to cure his or her souls because of the relationship that they have had. Hardest to love has to do with his um with the feelings of trying to uh trying to break up but not wanting to you can see the themes throughout all of this snow child 
I won't go through all the lists because some of the songs are familiar with different, um, there's different sounds, but the same theme. Snow Shout is about how he stress, stresses his life. I, I remember, um, reading a genius, uh, <clears throat> genius, uh, meaning on one of the lyrics saying that he dropped out of high school and he focuses, uh, try to focus on music and he was, um, you know, just trying was in a hardship life, and to to balance that, he tried doing um, lean, lean a drug, and you know you can see drug themes here. He did cocaine during his early um, years of when he started, um, and once we get into the part where he escaped from LA, this is when he's starting to find himself in the song Heartless, where he just <clears throat> where he felt. He's heartless. He's he's a low life, and trying to get away from distraction. And we can see that in the blinding lights, uh, track nine, where he just wants all the attention to him to just get away from all those past past events that has happened to him. Faith talks about how he's losing he's losing his religion every sometimes that everything that's going on with his life and in your eyes is talking about how the the past lover that he knows um knows every word she says everything she she knows his move and you know he doesn't even uh <clears throat> he he knows it but he just want to stay with her right we can we can see the same thing for save your tears which is about um how how he saw her in a club and right when he saw her um she had one eye tear drop and he started running away he didn't want to deal with that and we can see that would um also repeat after me where after all the breakups and heartbreaks he's been through um she's with another guy and he's telling her um <clears throat> which is called repeat after me if i go to the lyrics real quick here he just says you don't love him you don't love him you don't love him if you're thinking of me just saying that you should be with me instead <clears throat> instead of him and you know it and there's times where he mentions how um his past lover would try and call him back, <clears throat> call him back, uh, even after they broke up, but they're trying to let go, but the struggle of trying to let go of the relationship has been a struggle, and we can see through all this theme, and that's when you go to, like, after hours, where he's just on, <clears throat> where he's just on drugs, and just not feeling right, and that's how you can tell from Until I Bleed Out, where he just... He just paralyzed and just trying to find a new beginning. Um, I went all over the place in this um in this music track, but check the album for yourself. It's it's really good. He finds a way to balance um you know even though it has a sad theme and sad past events of heartbreak etc. Right, he makes the song feels enjoyable with. With a very good vibe in him. I'm going to say vibe. That's one of my favorite words. And you know. He he just finds a way to make a sad song. 
feel happy in some ways. And, you know, that's what's great about The Weeknd. But I have to listen to some of his older music. I know he's really good. And um, <clears throat> if we're going to talk about the production in here, it is all... It is 80s, um, it is 80s vibe, meaning it's synth wave, there's so many synth, retro, um, all these sounds that I actually like, some psychedelic here and there, you know, I'm surprised in one of the songs, I don't know what song it was, but Tame Impala was actually the producer, Metro Booming also, we knew that, but, um, you know, I was surprised Tame Impala was in here who was one of the producer, pretty cool, it is, if you like synth, or something that is 80s related, and has 80s vibe all over it, definitely check, check the song, it's one of the um, albums I, uh, I've heard that has 80s, um, 80s instrumentals related to it, that's what I love about this album, and I gotta say, check it out for yourself, definitely listen to it, it's a great album, if, uh, if I would rate this album with a Fantano rating, uh, I would give it a strong, um, strong 8 to a 9, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, I would give it a 10 here and there, but there's times where I think there's some songs where, yeah, it's slow and moody, but it, it was alright, I like it, you know, but strong 8 or 9 was, um, the right choice, so, yeah, let's move to the next uh, album, which should be Little Uzi Vert Eternal Take. So, I hope you enjoy this uh, After Hours album, and moving right on, Little Uzi Vert Eternal Take. Little Uzi Vert Eternal Take took three years to come out. I mean, like, it wasn't... It wasn't actually two years. It was more like two and a half years, somewhat 500 days or so that Uzi fans has been waiting for an album. I actually try and visit some of his stuff. Um, never really got into it, but, you know, since I'm exploring, like, new music, I'll probably go back and listen to it. Um, but the thing is, is that this little Eternal Take album took a while and it finally came some... It was just some random day, and all of a sudden, I'm like, did you know Uzi were dropping out? Everybody's putting on their Snapchats, and I was like, oh, I gotta check this out. Was this worth the wait? For some people, no. For some people, yes. Maybe for Uzi stands, they might say yes. You know, I'm not an Uzi stand, but but the thing is, is that this this album, it's all right. It's all right, and I mean all right, meaning that it's. It's, it's, I would say it's still a very average trap album, but just, you know, Uzi, you know, I, I would like to see Uzi go into a different path a bit, you know, he's still the same, you know, just different styles and all that, you can see, there's, there's actually, in this album I just learned, I was reading some of the genius things, uh, genius.com, where they show the lyrics and all that, and the thing is that there's actually three sections of this album of his quote alter ego eternal take right alien has to do with something like that of course F from one track the first track to the sixth track that is just um that's the baby pluto pluto section from there 7 to 12 is a renji section 
um, it's more about, um, actually, let me go, go back, baby Pluto section, um, from track one to six is more about how he's more braggadocious, um, flexing, us usual stuff, um, seven to twelve, that's his section of Renji, he calls it, and it's, um, and it's basically a section of him, uh, more nice and polite, he's very apologetic, um, next is from 12 to 18, actually 13 to 18, that is the Uzi section, so I'm guessing that has to be about himself, so, you know, if there's one thing about this, it's still, it, it's alright, I'll tell you that, um, the Baby Pluto section, for me, was okay, uh, Baby Pluto, Baby Pluto and Silly Watch was probably the main, the main songs in that section, track one and three, Low Main was, um, a little weird, I thought the, um, producing was a little weird, um, Pop, Pop, I thought that was a funny, pretty funny song, but it's, it was alright, um, You Better Move, uh, Eh, I'm feeling it's okay here and there, 50-50. Then Homecoming, uh, Homecoming, that's when, uh, Homecoming's alright. Yeah, but when we get to 7 to 12, um, that's when it starts getting better. For me, uh, it started off pretty good with Baby Pluto, Low Main, and, uh, Pop. And You Better Move was a little questionable, but Silly Watch and Homecoming, that was good. Uh, that was good. And when you get to 7 to 12, this is when he's very nice and apologetic. This is when you get some of his, uh, some of his, uh, very, um, I would say, <clears throat> low instrumentals here and there to express, you know, express his sadness. He mentions his ex and all that. And it's a, it's a good section. I like it. And then when we go to... When we go to 13 and 18, that's when we get to the Uzi section. I can talk a little bit about um, this section. Uh, Baby Pluto was great. Uh, what did I go back? But um, 13 to 18 was good. Uh, secure the bag was good. If he, um, Here's what I'll tell you. If he made songs like Celebration Station, Venetia, uh secure the bag p2 futsal shuffle anything that sounded like those it'd be a great album i just think i just think some of it is still trapped generic i don't think the weight was worth it for some people some who weren't even as big an uzi stand they're just uzi fans right but some people really liked it for me it was it was alright. I just don't think the weight was worth it. Um, definitely P2 had a was a parody. Actually, it's a sequel to EXO Tour Life on his last uh, on his last album, of course. And uh, I gotta say, it has um, the production when it comes to it. Of course, it has that alien vibe to it. Um, has that alien instrumentals that he tries to put in. If there's one thing I don't like about this album, it's just that. There's sections where in his outro, he's just saying, what the hell, what's going on, right? Like he's being abducted by an alien. I understand where he's trying to go with this album. I just think it was a little it was a little cringe, corny. I just didn't like it. 
But after all, just listening to it took me a while to get used to it. If you're an Uzi fan, I think you'll get along with it very well. Like, very well. Um, I almost said Uzi stand, but I don't want to anger him too much. But, you know, for them, they probably like it. Good for them. I'm sure they're... I don't know who's who's the worst stan, Uzi stan, or um, BTS stan. I want to see that battle soon, but um, really, I think it was um, it was uh, it's a good album. I would say it's an all a good all right album. Just there's it's the thing I would knock down off is maybe it was a little too long for Wade. There's some generic trap songs in there. Of course, most of them is. But I would like him to switch it up a bit. You know, he still has that monotone that he has. Um, you know, I like to see Uzi comes come up with something new. And uh, I would say one thing, the outro and some of the skits in there was a little weird. But, you know, you got to take it for granted. This is the eternal take. Um, it's a little different from his EXO tour life. But after all, if I have to rate this album, it's either between a 6 or a 7. Um, you know, and most of this has to be a Fantano rating because I actually watch a lot of Anthony Fantano and Sean C. And for them, Uzi Stan didn't take Fantano review lightly. Of course, he gave it a four. Um, Sean C gave it a six. You know, I'll be nice, six or seven. You know, I think it was all right. I just didn't think it was worth the wait. So let's move on to the next one, which should be exciting. Um, I am hoping he comes out with a new album soon. Playboy Cardi, Die Lit. Come on, you're gonna end? So, Playboy Cardi, um, Die Lit album is probably the best album I've listened to ever. I mean, I mean, this guy, he invented space. Uh, he invented music. He was right there before the time even started. I mean, this guy's everywhere. Um, there's my friend who's a big fan of Cardi. He even thinks of making a religion called Cardiism because he's this good. I mean, he is. And, you know, when you're listening to Die Lit, you have to understand Cartonese, and if you don't, I mean, you're not going to like it, plain and simple. <laughs> With all seriousness, Playboy Cardi Dialet album is a great album. In my opinion, it's a great album, and I'll tell you why. Um, When I first started listening to Dialet, this was like a while ago, I did not like it. I'll be honest, first time listening to it, I'm like, what the fuck is this, right? But then... This was me trying to experiment, um, you know, not experiment, but try to um, explore, you know, experimental music. Um, that, uh, Playboy Cardi is is close to experimental, but he's not extreme experimental. The most extreme you can think of is Def Grips, JPEG Mafia, Danny Brown, those guys, um, Injury Reserve, you know, those guys, they're not really extreme, but you know the things they do are experimental. And if you're not used to the instrumentals they do, then you're not... I don't know if you can get used to Playboy Cardi's, um... Um... Playboy's Cardi experimental um, production and his lyricism. 
I mean, I mean, you can you can argue that this is this album is simple, it's repetitive. Some of the stuff he says is just same thing over and over. He's just mantra. He's just using mantra. That just means saying things over and over again. You know, it just doesn't sound good. You have to listen to this a while to get used to it. I've listened to this maybe five times, seven times. I'm not kidding. Like, this is how much I like this album. And I can explain um, with, like, first track, long time. He is explaining his, um, he felt to come apart that his finance, he hasn't felt this much success in a long time. And he felt like he has achieved his satisfaction this song has great production. Um, it has all, it's also a great meme song. Uh, you know, just people crying. Um, I don't know if people saw it, but um, NBA Joe Embiid, I think there was one time when he lost to the Raptors uh, in the conference final. He was uh, someone memed him with this song called Long Time by Playboy Cardi, and it was funny as shit, you know, but. <clears throat> You, you can see there's a sad vibe to it. I see it as like a high school graduation song a bit. It, you know, it has that vibe. But the whole song is just <clears throat> it's just plain financial success that he felt. And then right after that, he just comes out with an exploding song called R.I.P. Him and his party talking about how... He wants to have sex with this girl, and then we go to the third track, um, Lean For Real. This is just him saying shit over and over about how he's on his beans for real. He's on his lean for real with Skepta. This is a pretty lit song. If you're if you're not used to sim- simple to simple lyrics or just plain plain repetitiveness, you're not gonna like it. You have to get used to his style in order to like it. And what makes this album so great is the production. Definitely loving old money, of course. Him just bragging about women. A lot of it is same theme, like Little Uzi. He's still somewhat main- mainstream. He just does things a little bit differently, and that's what I love about Cardi. I need to check out his 2017 album, but I've checked this one. Definitely love it. If I love this one, I'm probably gonna love the 2017 one. Um, <clears throat> Shooter with, uh, lo- actually Love Hurts with Travis Scott was great. Features with Travis Scott is always good. Little Uzi Vert came in with Shooter, which is the main song in this album. The main star song of this album. Really good also. Little Uzi Vert had a great feature. Um, right now with Pierre Bourne, who is mostly the producer. He, is, he, do- he does 14 out of 19 producing songs in this album, so credit to him, uh, that's, this is what makes this great, producing, I, I did say that, if you had great, if you, if you don't have great lyrics, but, um, but I have a great production, then what song are you really listening, you know, I kind of, it, it kind of, it kind of didn't make sense, you know, what I was trying to say, but, you know, but, <clears throat> this is really, a great album, and then of course track eight, uh, poke it out with Nicki Minaj. Who thought Nicki Minaj would actually had a great verse in here? Out of all the person, she came here and featured with Playboy Cardi. I remember the time where I was watching a YouTube video where she said she didn't like Travis Scott being first place because his Astroworld had first place. She was pissed she got second place for his new album, for her new album actually. Sorry, um, but. 
but this was pretty funny something to think about home kod is repetitive um you can say that the same um the the most repetitive and mantra song you can say is lean for real home kod and uh you can say um top which is the last song and some of these are just great playing great songs in my opinion you know simple simple um repetitive it's not that bad his uh his catchy one-liners like you know just and what you know it's really great love it a lot of good features chief keef red cold-hearted young thug young nudie these are all great features i can say is that the criticism is gonna be what i just said the lyrics are simple of course it is it's simple it's playboy cardi um <clears throat> it's repetitiveness which you can argue some of some of you might not like that of course and just plain if you're not used to this kind of thing you won't like it but for me i love it and you're going to be shocked by the ratings that i give it because i've listened to this so many times and i got to tell you i would rate this 9 even a 10 I'm serious. I like all the songs in this album. It's that great. It, it is. I mean, talk about his success, sex, money, guns, but in a way where he's very creative with it. And for me, I'm just I'm just ready for a whole lot of red. I hope he drops it in April soon. I mean, this is a way for me to get ready for a whole lot of red. I hope it's different from Dialed. We'll see. I don't know how many tracks. This had 19 tracks, which was about 58, 59 minutes. So, yeah. On to Tame Impala. One of my favorite alternative albums, Slow Rush. Let's get right into it. Come on, are you going to cancel? Jesus. Can't sp I can't press the stop button. Come on. So, finally, to end off the podcast, Tame Impala, The Slow Rush. For some people, um, you know, the expectations were really high because Current's, Current's expectations were so high, they expect this one to be as much, as better as Current's. And for them, some people didn't think it exceeded expectations. Some people think it did. For me, I think it did. I just think, you know, the, the whole vibe of, Team Impala is different in this um, album. It's called the slow rush. You rush slow, bro moment, but you get the point, right? the 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 whole The whole thing is just you're vibing through it slowly, but you feel like you're rushing at the same time. This is basically the title, the slow rush. Currents has that same mood, except it's different. Ex expectations were higher, I think. You know, some of the songs in Currents were great. Um, but for me, Tame Impala, um, The Slow Rush is more memorable. Um, definitely has the same, it has that um, feel different. And you can tell that he's been working on the drums. This is the, the main motif of this album is time. He's big on time. And when it comes to production... He, he hits it with that synth, synth and psychedelic waves. 
and some pop in there. It, it's really, and some alternative, it's really great. And that's what I love about this album. We can go real quick about each track. One more year is just how he's emphasizing his future and just wanting to move on. Instant destiny. He felt, um, <clears throat> he, it's something about how he married his, uh, his girlfriend and how he just wants to start a new future. <clears throat> Sorry, a new future, a new destiny. Borderline, the album version, there was actually a single he released in. Um, some people said they didn't hear the bass of it. He added more drums, more bass to it. New lyrics here and there. Um, it's really good. Um, Posthumous Forgiveness is talking about how... It's talking about his father. Excuse me. Talks about his father and how um, he... Uh, in the first part of it, he talks about how... He didn't like, dislike his father's decision because when I read through Genius, um, he his his mom and dad were going through a divorce and he he and his brother, um, didn't like some of the decision he was making and the last and the second part of it was him just forgiving him, um, telling him that he missed him, he wished he could hear his song, sing along, and just uh. And just like that, and during, he also mentions how when he was on the phone with Mick Jagger, he actually did a remix song with Mick Jagger from Rolling Stone, how he heard his voice on the phone and it reminds him of his father. So this one is a uh, credit to his father who passed away, Breathe Deeper is, um, is, uh, taint, is, Kevin Parker's philosophy going through um, negative times where he said, if you're going through negative times, try to breathe, breathe deeper. He's going into that Zen moment of his philosophy. A lot of it um, focus on, focuses on the present moment. In, For example, in the next track, Tomorrow's Dust, how he said tomorrow is the past, and the past um, is uh, the nostalgia gives you it gives you toxic vibes and how you should focus on the present moment. You, we can see him um, bursting into uh, the airs of Buddhism. What I mean by that is that a lot of it refers to Buddhism. And I'm not saying he's a Buddhist. I'm just saying there's a lot of things he says that has to do with Buddhist values. Present moment, not looking towards the future. The past, the past. The present will move itself to the future. You can learn from the past, but the present is where it is. Um, track 7 on track. Uh, just about the positive vibes and just how you just gotta keep going. Lost in Yesterday, track 8. Just how... Um, it's just same thing, bad vibes. Um, don't focus on... Don't focus on yesterday. Just keep moving. Lost it in yesterday. Is it true? Um, it's about a girl. About a girl who tries to... Uh, actually, it's about a guy who was talking to a girl and emphasizes. And he's scared of seeing the future with that girl. So, he didn't want to date her. Number 10, it might be time. Talks about how, how it relates to... Um, 
the time and how you should move on and pass on from all the negative things and be a be a different person. How we change. And then on track eleven, this was an interesting move by him. He started doing. Uh, he had. A late interlude. This is the shortest track, by the way. It's about two minutes thirty-two seconds, I believe. Um, it it is the shortest track in the album. Um, just one one person talking about bass, and then bam, you just go into into heaven's gate of synth and psychedelic wave hitting you. It's great. I just think the interlude is a little too late, but I love it. It's great with the bass and the drums. Big theme of it. One more hour, which is the last track of the album. Excuse me, I'm gonna drink water real quick. One more hour. Um, is about how he just wants to move on. Doesn't want to look back and just, just go for it, you know. Because this is his new beginning. We can see a lot of theme of. Marriage, love, time is the biggest motif in here, and just moving on with the past and focus on his new present because it's his new future. Because he ha he has a new wife that he has to um relive a new life. So that's basically what the slow rush is. It's great. I love it. Production's great. I love the drums he has, the sense he has. The lyrics are way better than um than Currents. Currents ha had pretty good lyrics, but I think he improved it here. His uh his voice, you can hear more of his voice. Excuse me. What I um one flaw that I had about um currents uh would be how there's times where you could barely hear him, but now as the times you listen to Tame Impala, you get used to that. But currents is just as great as the slow rush, and for me, it exceeds it exceeds um expectations of uh currents definitely the first track um. Definitely, uh, if I have to go go against "Let It Happen," "Let It Happen" is way better. But but um, but one more year is just as good as "Let It Happen." So yeah, Slow Rush, great album. Check it, of course. If you're into alternative, you need some vibe going on. You're having some tough times. Listen to Tame Impala. He's great. This is a psychedelic 10 out of 10. I love this album. It's going to be a classic. Of course, it's going to be a classic. I just love it. And yeah, that would be the end of our Music Monday podcast of The Great Asian. After reviewing, I hope you guys enjoy this Music Monday podcast. I try my best to review the album as best as I can and what I think of it and how I feel about it. You know, I wanted to add some 20-second tracks in and each, but I didn't want to stop and take time, you know, because it took a lot of time to make this. I had to listen to the album again and then review it. Trust me, I've actually listened to some of these albums many times two or three times, but there's this time it's where I have to review and understand it while listening to it, and to be honest, it was fun, I love it, and these albums, uh, I hope you guys enjoy, and you know, if you agree, if you agree, feel free to disagree, definitely, we all have different opinions, 
Anthony Fantano, he didn't like Little Uzi Vert, he gave it a 4 out of 10, I gave it a 7. Uh, he gave Tame Impala 6 out of 10, I thought that was a disgrace rating, so I gave it a 10 out of 10, because that's how I feel about it. Um, he gave The Weeknd, uh, I just watched his new Weeknd album, he gave it a 7 out of 10, that's a reasonable rating for me, so I accept that, but I love The Weeknd album, it was an 8 out of 9, and then Die Lit, he gave it a 7, which is fair, of course, old review, but he also said the more he listened to it, the better the album got for him, I'm not sure if he's, if he's at an 8 out of 10 for that, but for me, definitely a 9 or 10 on Playboy Cardi, but, you know, big influence on Anthony Fantano, love his reviews, whether you like it or not, it's pretty funny, um, if I have to say his comments, uh, his comments section is the best comment section I've seen on YouTube. It's funny. People are making fun of his bold ass head, calling him a melon, whatever. It's great. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this um, Music Monday. I hope to do more uh, and, you know, listen to some new albums, old albums and review it. So I hope you guys enjoy. I'll see you guys in the next Great Asian Podcast. We'll see what we do from here. I hope you guys stay safe during this quarantine time, and and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.